And again, because your goal is to convert the user, me, what do you want me to action on that page? Do you want me to fill out a form? Do you want me to call you? Yeah. Maybe both. Make it easy, on what I ask do. for it. That's the landing page, and that's where I see a lot of money being wasted. You have the right traffic most of the time. Um, you're bidding with good money, but then your landing page is just falling short. Yeah, exactly. All right, everyone, welcome to the For Good podcast. This time we have a title and then, I guess, a semi-introduction. Um, this is David. He's part of the Spicy Web team. And basically, I think we're going to rotate a bit. David would probably be my favorite guy because, you know, like he likes to yeah. talk, I like to talk. But we'll try and bring some other faces in here so you can meet more of the team. What we're thinking about for this week was talking about, um, you know, trying to provide some information for you guys, something of value, not just um, in, like some like tips and stuff like that is what we were talking about, what we can do this time. So we've been getting so many new clients coming in um, and they're coming to us for many reasons, but essentially if you have a Google Ads account and it's running, the reason you're going to someone is you have a feeling something's not working. Essentially, you feel like you're bleeding money or you know it's not working, so you want to find out what can be done to fix that. So they come to us, I feel like I'm bleeding money what can you guys find? And we go in, we do an audit and tell them what to do. So we thought we'd share some of what we look for so that you guys can maybe do that yourself, um, but also understand how we do things as well. So David, why don't you talk about how we do this sort of stuff? Yeah, so, well, firstly, thanks for having me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, um, I'm required to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, look, uh, the reason why we kind of like decided to, to have an episode just talking about, you know, I wanted to call how to you know stop money bleeding in the account. Um, yeah. Simply because, you know, most of the inquiries we get are around, hey, my account or, or my ads are not performing as they should be, and uh, on, on the bad side of things, that means that you know you're probably pouring away money yeah. in areas we would try to pick up on as, as quickly and early as we can. Yeah. Um, not only to stop the bleeding, but also then to understand, okay how can we optimize the account for success? Well, that's what like account management is. Like, it's not about stopping bleeding. Like, you, yeah. performance should, except for seasonality things, you should be getting slightly better as time goes on. Yeah. You know? So if someone's coming to us, they either have a drop in performance yeah. or they're going off gut feel for performance. <laughs> yeah, that's usually yeah. the other option as well. But, but also, in, in many cases, I mean, it, it, depending on how small the business is or, or what the actual goal is of the account, uh, it can start of that someone has just set up a, an AdWords Express, as they would call yeah. it, where you have limited settings uh, available to you to run your first campaigns. Um, so it's a heavily guided, Google-guided um, method to, to get your ads, you know, AdWords dollars out of you. Um, and then on the other hand, there are you know companies who say, look, we had a couple of managers on it. Uh, we had some agencies looking at it. Yeah. But at the, you know, we're still not getting the results we want. There's also people that maybe had it set up a long time ago, yeah. and it's been working. Problem is Google's constantly changing things, yeah. so they can slowly die over time. Even if you've got someone watching it, you know, like yeah. some people suck. Um, yeah. So what we wanted to do today, I think, in this episode, is to say, hey, you know, we have three tips to kind of like go back into your account and have a look at those. Um, You've got a cool acronym too. Yeah, so <laughs> I came up, I, I did some notes previous, 
the yeah. show here, and uh, I kind of like tried to come up with a bit of a framework. And uh, you know, I, I kind of like want to give three tips because it seems like there are three steps to, for you to quickly analyze where the bleeding happens and how you could stop that. Um, obviously, to make it a little bit more memorable, uh, I put on a fourth tip. So the, <laughs> the, the, the framework is called CAKE, which stands for um, campaign keywords. Hang on, I'll need to move it around. Campaign, ad copy, keywords, and entry, which is landing page to your website. So if you think about cake, uh, think about these four steps you want to look into your account to check if those are in order. So You've the first already, one is I'm already cake. thinking about cake. Yeah. Cake, yeah. Cake time. So you can have, you know, either you're stuck, stuck with the crumbs <laughs> or you have the full cake in front of yeah. you and you want to know, you know, where the pie slices go to, yeah. so to speak. So, okay, campaign goal. Yes. Usually, let's say you are someone who came to Spicy mm -hmm. and said, hey, um, David, have a look at my account, ideally. Yep. You know, we get access uh, and we just understand what you've currently yep. been doing. Here's my account. I've been doing it for a year, years, a yep. few months. This is what it is. Tell me what you think. I have a, I have a gut feeling it's not working. So in, in most cases, and that's why I like to start with the campaign goal, is if I open your account and I have, let's say, no understanding of your business, if your account is well structured, mm -hmm. I get a really good understanding quickly on what your goal is. Yeah. Uh, in in many many cases, uh, that's not the case. So, what I mean by that is with with the campaign goal. So what you want to do is, before you even start setting up your first ads and you create your first campaign, you obviously if you do it yourself or someone has done it for you, you need to understand on a campaign level you assign your budget. Yeah. Then you have your ad groups. So. When you start with a campaign, that campaign has an overarching goal, right? So mm -hmm. you say, I have $10 a day, and my goal is with that campaign to either get more visibility, so that might be just impressions mm -hmm. uh, and awareness, or it might be that you say, look, I want as, as much as traffic to uh, a single page or to, to multiple pages as I can. Yeah, so clicks. Clicks. The third one, you know, which we prefer personally is to focus on a conversion goal, which is yes. it can be a, a transaction, it can be a you know inquiry form filled out, a PDF download. Um, the higher the, the the conversion for you, the better. Yeah. Um, so and 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 therefore what we what we see is and, and I do it myself. I always before I start setting up campaigns is write it down on a piece of paper. On, yeah. On what I actually want to achieve. Um, so. Take it back a step, like, because all of those exist for a reason. Like, do you decide that there's one that's right, or do you ask me hmm. whether what, what I'm because every business owner advertises to make money, right? Yeah. So, why would I ever pay for anything that's not the conversion one? Yeah, so good point. I guess, yeah, it's, it's a really good point because we have to speak now very broadly because we are not focusing on a particular website or topic or service yeah. or, or product. But I guess that's that was the point I was driving to is yeah. if, if you're a, if you don't get many leads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's say you want to run ads to drive traffic to your site because your site is not ranking organically. You don't have any social yeah. um, awareness or, and you're or visibility. you're a B2B sort of business. Yeah. You don't have any brand. So yeah. no one knows you. Let's say you have started a business from scratch a month ago or two, started your first campaign and you're running into troubles because you're not getting anything, any traction out of it. You might have, you might have the right goal, but then your campaign is set up in a way that it actually is made to drive you a lot of clicks, traffic. Yeah. But then, you know, 
it's it's not there to measure if you actually can convert yeah. the traffic. You so, have no idea what's happening with that. Yeah, and and it's you know at the same time Google is is a tool like you know any other ad platform out there. So it's not that you go on there, put on your website domain, and it just does it all magically for you. That's not the case. You have to do a lot of homework before you do that. Mm. Um, and I think you know just to kind of like round up number one as a tip with campaign goal is. And don't do everything in the beginning as you yeah. what you could do. And yeah. That's what we see at the exactly. same time. Exactly, yeah. Over, overdoing it. Focus on one thing. Let's say if you are a small business and you have one particular service and it's your main service, it's your, you know, your bestseller, it's, it's something you have the biggest margin on, um, that's your first campaign. So your goal is to get as many inquiries for that service within a certain area you know, of Melbourne, okay. Victoria, Sydney, if it's Australia-wide, and take it from there. So we've picked a good campaign goal now yeah so let's say the campaign goal is to um get inquiries to to a service yeah the second one is if you look at the cake method yes is, i love uh, cake at copy um what are so, you looking for in there yeah so i guess because we're talking about stop bleeding the money if you don't have the right goal you're not chasing of uh, and, and and we need to probably mention with the goals is you can't feed information back to google ads it's not like you get the click yeah, the search network and then you measure how many clicks and impressions you received for what costs but also you can say through analytics or through tags within your website to push back a event saying hey yep. um, you know I've brought 10 clicks to my site yesterday through paid search with those keywords one of them filled out a form yeah so you've triggered an event on the website uh, which you can set up and it all happened automatically in the background and that event fires to analytics if you have analytics installed on a website, but importantly, it fires back to Google Ads. So Google Ads knows yesterday at 12:37, I sent you that click, that user, and it converted. Fantastic. So, you know, you, we can we we can optimize the account from there. Yes. Um, and obviously, from your end, from the business owner, whoever is is doing the inquiries and, and work through them, can then say, was it a good inquiry or was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you take it a step further yeah. is seeing the revenue that came from the inquiry. We, because we also get the opposite. It's kind of like, hey, we get a lot of inquiries, but they're all but wrong. they're trash. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're or they're in a different suburb. They're in the wrong. You exactly. Know, end of the day, money talks. So yeah. you you do want to be able to. But so many people are just got account running and they're not even tracking yeah. those events. So with, with ad copy, um, you know, you, there are a lot of things you can do. Um, again, you, you need to start small. That's how I will start mm -hmm. my campaigns usually, or, or the, yeah, the, the campaign and, and the account structure is small. Because if you get the first win, two, three wins on the board with a small campaign, uh, with a small account structure, you can uh, scale it. Yes. Have, because you already see the value it gives you as a business. Um, you can scale it and then into into more areas. So start with one campaign, and then with perhaps uh, a couple of ad groups. Within that ad yep. group sit, sits your sits your your single ads and your ad copy. With the ad copy, what I see most of the time is where where you bleed money is if I search for service, and you only have a very non-informative, non-emotional description. Yeah, generic ads mm -hmm. for a broad set of keywords. Yeah, yeah. I guess laser focus. This is. This is something that should have been done from Google eight years ago. We had this option, yeah, and people weren't doing it then, and they're still not doing it now. Um, so yeah, that, that that laser focus really stops you bleeding money. And I think it's a it's a good transition to the next tip, which is keywords. So again, mm -hmm. cake, you know, campaign goal, ad copy, keywords. With the keywords, 
if you have the right keyword set within your ad group yeah. um, and campaign level, you d again, people think wrong about keywords. You don't need a huge list of keywords, yes. type keywords, especially you know with all sorts of abbreviations and you know it, that's not because it's really really hard if you look at everything above I think ten keywords. You yeah. can't capture in the, in the ad copy anymore anyway. No. So it, you make it just more difficult for Google to show the right ad copy with the right keywords you target. I, I always say that you should, you should um, instead of targeting, especially keywords that get a lot of traffic, the broader yeah. ones get more traffic. Yeah. So a lot of like, agencies go, oh, you, we're going to target this because it gets 20,000 searches a month. And yeah, I'm like, perfect example. Yeah, yeah, I see it all the time. And yeah. I'm like, great. That's guaranteed. Like you could to be full of trash. It's also going <laughs> to guaranteed to be competitive. Yeah. Like yeah. so, I say I'd rather create you twenty thousand keywords that get one search a month, you know, and ad yeah. groups over time, than create you go after one that gets that because then you're just you're just an, you, you you're so broad. Yeah. So that that's a really good tip because. That, again, the keywords you're targeting, if you, if you want to be very specialized, and that's usually what I prefer, because if you have a clear campaign goal, you have a clear ad group structure, yes. you know every service has its own ad group, um, because then you can play around with the different ad copy. And with that, what you realize is you want to go after the low-hanging fruits. You don't have an extreme high budget when you start no. with. You, you don't have any trust. You don't have any data to back anything We up. even, when clients may be spending 15, 20 plus, even 50 grand a month, yeah. if they had them broad you know, yeah. and they haven't been tracking it right, yeah. we actually take it back. We, we, we pull their budget way down. We, we, we start it the same way we would start anyone. Yeah. Um, and go, okay, you've just been throwing money in the wind and hoping that yeah. some of it landed where you wanted. So even if you're spending a lot, the same theory works. Cut it back, go focused, and then build it from there. Someone uh, really smart, um, <laughs> I've just recently uh, read an article, who said every time I, I start working with a new account, I will tell the account owner or the client that, hey, you should expect less traffic with me yeah. because I'm cutting out all the crap you don't need. <laughs> And, and really, you don't have to go after a lot of big search volume keywords at the early stage. Because yeah. all you want to do is you want to take your money and spend it towards keywords where you know so clearly that with every single, single search, you know the intent behind yeah. it. Uh, you know that, let's say, you only have targeted five or ten phrases. So every time someone comes through that type of phrase to, you, to your ad, um, you have the ad so well descriptive mm -hmm. uh, written and you also, what I've written down here is you want to show benefits. You don't want to show features. You want yep. to show, you know, what benefits you could offer straight away just through that tiny message in the ad copy. And if you have the user hooked on onto that, it clicks through to the landing page. Yeah. Um, then you want to back it up. But yep. uh, another tip here with the keywords is use the keywords, behave like you would be your own client yourself and just search for it and see what results come up. You will be surprised mm -hmm how your competitors are structuring their ads, what results Google is actually showing for you, and then you might realize that, hang on, I've searched something which is so broad that yeah. it, it just gives me random stuff, and I don't want to rank for that no. because it's very unclear. Yeah, and, and yeah, the, the mindset of someone that's searching broad as well, they don't probably have that sale mindset yet. They might be at a research yeah. stage, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, or if it's broad, they might be looking for something similar. So it just makes sense. Like, don't 
you, you know, this isn't an in-person sale. You can't like co coerce someone into what you do. For, yeah. They're looking for this product. See, Google used to suck right back in the early days with their targeting. They got a bit better with their broad targeting. Yeah. But I remember we had this client and they did house extensions. And when I took over the account, I said, I can save you like $1,000 a month. And like, what? I'm like, how? Well, you've been spending $1,000 a month on eyelash extensions and hair uh, extensions and yeah, because people were just searching that and they had a broad target for extensions yeah. and people were clicking on it. And because Google didn't have as good, like Google wouldn't show that now, yeah. but they did back then. Um, and, but it, even if it's slightly related, Google's AI isn't that brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're still wasting money. Even if it is in the right category, their sale intent, the, the mindset of the person is incorrect. Yeah. And another good point on that one is when it comes to volume, I, I work across some campaigns at the moment in B2B space where, unfortunately, the query is well matched for B2C as well as B2B. Mm. Um, and then it gets hard or complicated to cut out the keyword entirely because you know, ooh, it overlaps with who I'm targeting yeah. uh, and the service I'm offering. But at the same time, I know that people are using that query to look for jobs or to look to download a certain yeah. information. Again, what I've not mentioned yet so far is you only don't have, you don't have a lot of target keywords. Where you really want to ramp it up is with negative keywords. Yeah. Because then your search target keyword list can be small, but your negative one can be huge yeah. if, if you have the time to bulk it up. And that way you, you and get rid of a lot of... And let's be honest, Google is a company trying to drive more revenue and stuff like that. So they are making it harder and harder to be specific. Like yeah. they're, they're adding more and more automation, more and more less control over what you can specify. Yeah. So, but people aren't even doing it in the first place. So you, you've really got to lean into that. But you can also use, if you get your account working, then you're training Google's algorithm anyway. So that's when actually their AI gets smarter and we can use the bid for conversion and bid for sale and return on ad spend and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you build it really specific at the start, then you can broaden it, give Google a little bit of free reign because it's yeah. smarter. It's not a dumb robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. I mean, getting Google's help with especially <clears throat> the smart billing and learning is, is something I think for another episode. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge, I'm getting deep. <laughs> you know, machine learning, especially with bidding types, is, is, a, is a big umbrella term. Yeah. Again, uh, you know, it, it, describing it from Google's point of view right now, it's, it's a feature. It's like, it, it, what's the benefit of running it? I, you know, that depends on the campaign goal and, yeah. and the data you feed back. So, no, I won't. We'll, 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 but it's a good point. Um, I'll, steam, I'll, I'll stop ruining this for you. The next step <laughs> would be. <laughs> no, that's all right. We'll, you know, we'll sail on here. All right, let's finish our cake. Okay, so entry point, landing pages. Um, so if you have your campaign goal, you have your ad copy and your keywords in order, the last thing you want to focus on, not the last thing, but you know, I think in my little step yep. plan here is the landing page because obviously Google is looking very closely on where you send that targeted traffic to. And if that landing page is not... Um, mirroring what your message, your ad copy is about, then you will have a really hard yes. time. And I have also a good example for that one. So okay. imagine you go into a library, right? Mm -hmm. And What's a, a library? library or a bookshop? <laughs> How about a bookshop? I guess there's yeah. still some of those left. Yep. You can also go Kmart, Target if you're in Australia, <laughs> but let's say a bookshop. Yeah. So organic for me would be to just browse around myself 
Yeah, just, right. You know, just like, oh, I'd probably go over there, check out, you know, I obviously come in with a book in mind, but then I'm taking the time to yes. try different shelves myself. Or I can do the AdWords way and go straight to the salesperson at the desk yeah. and say, hey, where do I find this particular book or topic? And I use a Dewey Decimal System to tell you where to go. So <laughs> if the salesperson, which is now my ad, I'm getting targeted, so that salesperson is the ad, yeah. that example. I've just made a query, and if the salesperson or the book owner, uh, the, the bookshop owner would say, yeah, go over there and shelf, you know, and that shelf is where the book you're looking for. If your landing page is like that, you'll land on the page with so many information, yes. and it's just up to you, the user, because I, I just gave you a very clear... Um, piece of information on what type of book I'm, yeah. use, I'm looking for. And he was just pointing at the shelf. Then I'm like... So horror story number one is people that use their homepage as a landing page. Homepage, yeah. <laughs> but even then, let's say, let's say you have a service page that talks about all your services. Or even you go specific. Maybe you happen to have a particular service page. But like, yeah. really, is that really specific enough sometimes? Yeah, so... Or you don't want to be too specific. You have three paragraphs and that's it. Then because I'm looking at the shelf and I'm like, oh, you only have three books in that one and I already uh, read the two. There's a balance here. It's a balance. <laughs> Look, we're just highly high level here, dramatizing. Yeah. But you just need to really think about sometimes from your customer's point of view. Entering yeah. the landing page, I don't know your lingo. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, you know, most of the time, if you if you have any inside information, yeah, stop using one. acronyms. Yeah, and then again, because your goal is to convert the user, me. What do you want me to action on that page? Do you want me to fill out a form? Do you want me to call you? Yeah. Maybe both. Make it easy. On what I to ask do. for it. That's the landing page, and that's where I see a lot of money being wasted. You have the right traffic most of the time. Um, you're bidding with good money, but then your landing page is just falling short. Yeah, exactly. So that's the cake method. All right. Uh, on how to stop bleeding. Let's recap. Campaign cake. goal. Yep. Ad group. The keywords. Yep. Then entry, which is the landing page. So campaign goal, make sure you understand what the, you know, the main mission is for the campaign you're running and what you spent the money towards. Ad group, make sure that your ad group is themed, themed to a service, themed to a product. Yeah. Uh, then with the keywords, uh, make sure that your keywords are, you know, I would say, very specific. Specific. Yeah. yeah targeted. Really targeted. <laughs> Start with those. Even if it doesn't feel right, if you only have a handful of target keywords, start with it. Yeah. it will, you, know, you can always add more later on if you have, don't have enough traffic and clicks. Uh, and then we have uh, yeah, the keywords, add copy, making sure that it you know, matches the keywords, and then come back to the entry level, which is you know, the landing, the landing page. page. Make sure it's nice. Make sure it helps yeah, you Yeah, and sell. it loads properly. Yeah, and oh, The amount of times. Oh, yeah. Yes. It doesn't load properly on mobile. And, and you always have an odd user. Um, yeah. and, and your target audience might be that you know, users still old mobile phones. Don't, you know, don't neglect that. It, no. You know, don't be rude. So. Cool. Thank you, cake. David. You're welcome. All right. Well, thanks for the cake. I am actually hungry now. Thank you all for listening. This was the For Good podcast, a spicy web production. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we'll see you next time. Any Speak comments, soon. feedback, hatred, just put in the comments. We'll read it all and comment on all of it. Thank you. Hatred. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye.